Hello, Forever Family. My name's Shannon. I'm the Recovery Pastor. This morning we're looking at Psalms 1. And in my Bible, the heading is the way of the righteous and the wicked. So starting in verse 1 of Psalms chapter 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but he delights in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He's like a tree planted by streams of water that yield its fruit in its season, and its leaves don't wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chafe in the wind when the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the ways of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. So let's first have an understanding of the Psalms. It's a collection of a 150 works of Hebrew poetry. And the Greek word for Psalms means song. The Psalms are five books of prayer and praise, which were written to be sung in worship. The Psalms were written for God's people to communicate with him all of life's situations and struggles. So as we look at the first chapter, blessed by God is to be happy in God. Happy is the man who is not receiving counsel from the wicked. Well, of course that would make him happy because the wicked only seek to destroy. They're only looking for destruction. They take pride in seeing destruction. And the biblical metaphor for walking refers to how we live. So happy is the man who is living his life without allowing wicked into it. I think we can all testify to that. But if we go to verse 2, it's talking about finding peace and happiness when we're in God's word each day and we're meditating on it throughout the day and night. You know, this isn't just talking about God's word. It's not just talking about having a devotional book and reading a page each day like we're checking off a to-do list. It's talking about being in God's word, receiving discernment and clarity, which will change how we live our lives. It will change how we influence the people around us. It's not about simply posting a devotional on social media and waiting for something to happen. It's about having a conversation with each other about what is in God's word. This is how we bear kingdom fruit. You know, if we simply read a devotional and then we don't meditate on it, we don't apply it to our lives, well, then we wither just as it's noted in verse 3. But in verse 4, it says, those who live by God's word produce things of eternal value. And those who don't produce things will not last. In your life, if you are doing something and you are producing eternal value, let me just go ahead and tell you, you are not crazy. Yes, the enemy is attacking you. The enemy does not want you to make a positive impact on anybody around you. 
The enemy wants to shut you up and sit you down. But God calls us to be brave. All the enemy can do is stand before us, kicking and screaming and throwing tantrums. We just have to keep walking. Don't listen to him. Just keep walking. But verse 5 and 6 is talking about God's judgment. When we fail to submit to God's authority while he's trying to prune those areas of our life which will produce fruit, then we're actually walking in the ways of the wicked. We can't simply say, okay, God, please give me this. I need this. And I want you to give me what I'm asking for. But now once you do, I want you to just leave me alone. I'll take control of everything in my life. Well, that would be like going to a bank and saying, hey, I want a car loan. But now once you give me the loan, then I'm going to need you to leave me alone. I'll decide when I have enough money to pay you back. Yeah, let's see how fast they give you that loan. Tell me how that works out for you. Everything we do, we do before an audience of one. Every thought we have, we think it before an audience of one. Every word we want to speak is heard before an audience of one. Everything we, you know, even if we become consumed by anger, we must stop what we're doing. And start having a conversation with God. Because scripture tells us that anger is no different than murder when it comes to God. It's the same. Sin is sin is sin is sin. It's all the same. It's same level. We're the one that puts different conditions on it trying to justify what we did. You know, when you tell lies about someone or you gossip about someone, it's murder. It's the same thing. God knows we struggle. But it's what we do with our struggle that matters, matters the most. There was a song, gosh, I've been trying to remember it. It was a couple of years ago, and I don't remember exactly how many years, and I can't remember the exact words. But it was something along these lines. And for some reason, I, I want to say Kevin Derryberry, but I don't think that's right. Um, the, the words were something along this line. It was saying, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Because your heart will believe it. And then another verse said, Be careful, little feet, where you follow, because your path is being formed. Now, that wasn't the lyric, but that was the, the basic gist of it. Friends, we have little feet and little eyes watching and following us. Whatever is in your heart will soon be seen through your actions. We do have the power to change tomorrow's generation. By changing our ways, which comes from becoming a living example. The only way we can be a living example is to be in God's word, meditating on it every day and every night, and saying, God, prune me. Prune the areas of my life that is not producing fruit. Whatever it is, take it away. God, I give you all of my life, all of my will, everything. God will bless you. And he will bring things into your life. But we first have to fully surrender. And if we don't, we are walking in the ways of the wicked. Always remember to speak life, be a blessing. Put your faith feet into action to cause a positive ripple effect. Until next time, much agape, everybody.